My name is Don Stott. I am a father who experienced estrangement from one of my adult children firsthand. Welcome to Beyond the Pain, a place where parents of estranged adult children can find peace and healing. In each episode, I hope to share stories that'll help you through some of your darkest hours. To bring this out of the shadows and stop being ashamed. Then to build you up and inspire you to love yourselves even more. Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable, with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah Soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I want to start by reminding you that I am not a therapist or a doctor. I'm just a guy who's been there and wants to help you have a life past our estranged children. If you need mental help coping with this or have thoughts of hurting yourself or someone else, please seek professional help. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate. What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Obviously, I've already talked to Michelle, so I know some of the history, but from your perspective, um, what, uh, well, I guess let's start out telling us a little bit about you, um, if you don't mind. Um, well, I was raised in a family of nine, nine kids. Um, my dad was a Marine drill instructor, uh, World War II, Korean War. Um, so he was pretty hard, pretty hard right. guy. So I was pretty opposed to like any kind of uh, 
you know, spanking or, um, I was a little, I had a little temper, but it was all verbal. Yeah. Um, but, but you know, I was really conscious about not spanking kids or, you know, things like that. Cause it, it was, it was, you know, there was nine, it was like a pretty chaotic upbringing. You know? Yeah. So, I, I would imagine um, between having nine of you and yeah. his, you know, job. And there, there was actually seven, like two had died before I was okay. born, but my mom had nine kids and wow. 14 pregnancies. We were raised Catholic. So they gotcha. took that very seriously. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, um, you know, the, my daughter I had with a girlfriend who was pretty much, you know, she was pretty unstable and I started the process and, you know, got custody of her. It took me about right. two and a half years, maybe from start to finish to establish wow. paternity, to actually get custody of her. Um, and then she was very difficult. And then, you know, we, we raised a pretty good family. Everyone was fairly normal. And there was a lot of conflict between my wife and that daughter. Right. So, um, but for the most part, we were a pretty happy family. We, you know, I worked a lot. Like Michelle stayed home with the kids. I worked two jobs for like 13 years. Right. I was very, you know, focused on providing a home and, and all of that stuff. That's what we're told we have to do, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, it just seemed like, you know, as a young man, it was like, that's how I was going to be responsible. You know, in right. hindsight, I should have probably worked less and spent more time with the, with the kids. However, at you know, the time it was like, I got to feed you. <laughs> so, right. Right. Yeah. And I mean, you guys had uh, five, if I recall all together. Yeah. yeah we had so, um, yeah. Philip in 1990 and Emma was born in 96. So, right. Wow. Well, so yeah, you had your work cut out for you in a lot of ways. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, so uh, if you don't mind my asking, how old are you? I'm 59. I just turned 59. Okay. So I wasn't sure if she was talking about both of yeah. you the other day or, or. Yeah. Her, she's so. a little older than me. So yeah, okay. I give her a hard time. She'll always be older than me in like three months. <laughs> yeah, right. So. I know my, my wife is a little older too. She's a year and a half or year right. piece. So, um, so yeah, make the appropriate jokes there. So, right. Um, um, okay. So, Regarding estrangement, before this kind of stuff happened to you guys with your daughter, did had you guys heard anything about it? Was it in your family? Was it friends or anything? Um, did you know anything about it? I, I I hadn't called it that. I had known other people in different families or in parts of families that didn't talk to each other and had yeah. they were estranged, you know, like. Uh, brother and sister who hadn't talked to each other in 30 years and things like that. Right. I never really considered it. I never really saw it coming. Um, it just kind of evolved, you know? Yeah. I, yeah. I know when I looked back on in my family and I didn't, it's funny cause I didn't actually look back until somebody said something about uh, generational estrangement or, or, or whatever, or family you know, other family members. And I started looking back and I'm like, wait a minute, my dad wasn't really around. My sister had issues. My brother had it. I'm yeah. like, You're wow. Right. So it's kind of all over and I, I never even yeah. thought about it. So, um, but I don't know 
some other circumstances as to how it came about, yeah. if it's similar or what, but I just kind of always thought, well, especially the older generation, probably before us, you know, you know, kids just help with their parents and stay around their parents. Even if they yeah. get along, they stay around. But yeah, uh, I, I mean, that was my experience. I, I had some of the older family and my siblings had a really hard time with my dad and stuff but they were still in contact and they talked, you know, they, yeah. they were never like, and my dad was, I mean, he was a pretty good guy as far as he was, you know, he helped him out of scrapes and he, he was always there, you know, right. He, he wasn't, he wasn't drinking and, and carousing and stuff. You know, he was a pretty responsible guy. So, yeah. Well, he had, uh, you know, I guess the upbringing and the, the training with uh, being in the Marines. So Marines, that's what you said, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. He had a rough, my grandfather had a really rough life. So I'm sure, I'm sure his upbringing was a lot rougher than mine, you know, yeah. just kind of dilutes down as it goes through the generations. That's, you know, That's my yeah. thought, you know, it's, yeah. Well, it was a matter of perspective too, you know, You're right. so, um, so obviously, like I said, I talked to Michelle a little bit the other day, but, um, what is your, um, perspective on why you think this happened with your daughter? Well, with, with my older daughter, um, I think she, she has some like medical issues, like some really, there's some things going on with her. Right. Um, and she's just like, she's determined to, to, she's pretty much, I, I could pretty much have a relationship with her if I wanted to. Right. Um, however, she's trying to drive a wedge between me and my wife. So mm. in order to have that, you know, it's really awkward uh, conversations, lots of anger, lots of outbursts. So gotcha. I've kind of chosen to just pull away, you know, pull away from that. Like she'll send me a, a text on Father's Day or something and I'll be like, yeah, I love you, you know. However, I avoid conversation with her. She just can't help but going down that road. I've had yeah. multiple, multiple uh, interactions with her where I kind of brought her, brought her back to, you know, like, is this what you want? Do you want to be resentful? Do you want all of this hurt in your life? And is this how you want to live? And I'd bring her out of that and then right back into it. So I pulled back quite a bit, you know? Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, that's difficult. I, a person, in my opinion, on, on either side, whether it's us as the parent or them as the child, because I know, oh, you know, another good friend of mine um, who I've kind of taken under my wing as another daughter, she's going through something like that with her father that he's just not there and not responsive. Right. So I, I, I see it from both sides, but yeah, but a person can only take so much before they right. have to, you know, distance themselves. But uh, so that's certainly understandable, but um, I, I'm, I, I put myself to, I'm like, I'm open to reconciliation. I mean, I love my daughter. Of course. Um, however, I'm not open to that life. I'm not open to that abusive, um, type of life. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm not Absolutely. willing to walk into that and open my, open the door to that. Yeah. Um, so that's where yeah. that stands. Yeah. You know, for sure. I mean, it's, it's. You know, like you said, it's, it's, it's almost like she's, you know, either it's gotta be her or me, you know, and yeah, you know, that's not, 
not really. Cool. I don't. I don't even think she's conscious of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, I think from in her perspective, she's completely justified, and everything is the way it should be. And if you know, my wife wasn't this and that, then everything would be fine. So I can't really. Right, I should. I haven't been able to reach her on that. Yeah. Well, hopefully one day, but you know, it's got to be on uh, both of you. Both of you have to be able to come to a middle ground somewhere. You know, right. she's not able to do that, then you know. Yeah, I'm definitely open to it. Just we'll see. Well, that's good. Um, so, have you? I've talked to a lot of different people, and you know, there's all different kinds of um, opinions and and things people have done or have not done did you feel the need to have a feeling i know the answer but did you feel have a feel a need to seek out any professional help or um uh, no no um okay. michelle's had a uh, therapist that she talks to quite a bit and i've gone with her yeah several times she mentioned her um, yeah just to help our communication you know just like to help me in michelle's communication yeah um I never really felt the need that I needed that. Um, it doesn't hurt though. I mean, I, I don't think that it's, I think it's probably a good thing to have someone to talk to who's outside of the, the situation who's yeah. unbiased, you know, that you can get feedback from who's, you know, it's, it's definitely not going to hurt. I'm not against it in any way. Right. Yeah. But she, I never she, thought, oh my, my world's crumbling. I need to go see a therapist. You know, that just wasn't in, that wasn't right. in, the, in the realm well, of my thinking. No. It's uh, like with most things, everybody's everybody's different. Everybody handles things differently. Yeah. You know? And right. There's no necessarily magic bullet to you know uh, for everyone. So, but uh, sure. You know, I know. I know. She told me about the. Uh, you know your the person or the lady she goes to see that you guys go sometimes to see. And it's an interesting, you know, take because, you know, she's done it for so long and it's, she considered it like maintenance, you know, which is kind of an interesting yeah. take on it. So, um, sure. but, um, um, did you have any coping mechanisms? You know, I mean, I know you said your world wasn't falling apart, but you know, is there anything that helped you not think about it or think well, about it? Yeah, I know Michelle talked to you about some of this stuff that we had done, the, the personal growth work, and the, yeah, um, she had told you, she had said, mentioned Eckhart Tolle, and mm -hmm. um, I did a personal growth class in like 2007. That was time where me and Michelle were really struggling. We had teenage kids. We were going through like a. So we went to this. She she brought me to this class, right? Yeah, and I was. We were at a place that we were almost going to get a divorce. You know, it was really. And the class taught a lot about responsibility, but, you know, being a victim versus being responsible. And right. I realized how many areas in my life where I was being a victim, like this is happening to me because all of these, all of these, you know, people are treating me bad or all these things. And then I, so I took a different perspective and started taking responsibility for everything in my life. So if I had a bad relationship with Michelle, then I went and started communicating better and started. So this was a very impactful for me. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And then at the same time, she had bought me this book, The Power of Now, which is Eckhart Tolle book. And then, oh, right, right. And um, so I started reading that book and I just immersed myself in that. And it's very, um, I mean, he's a big time spiritual teacher, you know. Sure. Um, and then, you know, through that teaching, then I built a lot of different coping mechanisms that I never had before. Right. Uh, it's about probably the biggest is is um being aware of your thinking so being the watcher of your own mind right so mm -hmm. if, if i'm having you know thoughts come on you know just come up on automatic you know something comes up and right I'm something and i'm feeling some way i can look at that feeling and say is that really what i want and then be aware of it you know Right. And then change my thinking, change my feelings. Now you got to be careful because if you just stuff all your feelings, they're going to blow out at some point. So for sure, just watching, you know, is this the life I want? Do I want to, you know, do I want to spend my whole life in, in, uh, you know, angst and, and unhappy and resentment and all of these things when all I have to do is change the way I look at the world and those are all gone. So, yeah. Um, so I just worked with that. That's just, you know, cool. That. Yeah. Isn't that, you know, it's kind of amazing that you can, something so, so seemingly small can yeah. make such a difference. Sure. For know. sure. And um, so much yeah. from my experience, so much of my thinking is automatic. Like it's, it just comes forth without me bringing it forth. It just is there. It's subconscious. Oh yeah. If someone says something to me, I have a built-in reaction that that comes up you know, if I feel wrong or something, then, you know, that there's that emotion that comes up. But if I look at it and say, well, I'm, you know, I'm not wrong. That's his opinion, whatever. Then I can change right. the whole, the whole way that that came up, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I, I'm that way or have been, I'm better now, but um, especially when my wife, my current wife and I, we've been married for just over 20 years, 21 coming up in um, uh, November and before that money is always a big thing you know for me sure. you know not having enough i was not that we have money now but i was very poor growing up and i did not want to be that way and but then we have kids so you know it's like uh so if we're not having enough or whatever my immediate you know, reaction kicks in and I start stressing about everything, and, you know, 
unreasonably so, you know, I mean, you have to worry about it, but I was just like way over the top. So, um, I've gotten better about it as I get older, but (laughs) for sure, yeah. 53 this year so um in september so hopefully we uh, get a little wiser as we get older (laughs) let's hope or maybe it's just the fact that we don't care as much about something after there's probably both yeah whatever (laughs) so um but um okay so let's see is there okay is there any advice you might give to people the like if if you were to you know uh, that found themselves in this in this estrangement my goodness i could even speak so that you that you um, would be, think would be helpful not really i mean I, I think you know like for me to give other people advice i think it's a stretch because i don't know where they're where they're coming from i could only speak from sure from I handled how I handled things, how I, um, yeah. Uh, I know Michelle talked about the death of our son. She did. That, yeah. I was like, uh, I almost feel like I trained for, I had been training for five years to deal with that. Mm. Um, you know, I didn't know it was coming, right. But the training, the training that I was putting myself through to, to learn how to cope, I don't know what I would have done without out if it had been five years earlier without those tools. So, I mean, I would have right. coped in some, um, yeah, advice for others. I, I don't know. Do what you got to do. I, I can only look to what, you know, what I, I, I have spiritual teachers that I go to. I mean, I, I don't really believe yeah. in anything, but I have right. that I listen to that I think make a lot of sense so that I, I try to, you know, implore what they're doing, you know, and yeah. just, um, okay. It helps. No, that's, yeah. I mean, like I said, everybody's, everybody's a little different. So what works for one person doesn't necessarily work for another. And that, that's kind of a, an annoying thing that I find with a lot of people. They'll say, well, just do this. Yeah. Well, that's not necessarily, I mean, it might work, but it, you know, it, might not work so um, everybody's at a different place i mean if i if i'm at a place i mean i've talked to people about you know the way i do things and and they're in a different place and trying to help them you know and give them some advice and and they're in such a different place that they don't even understand what i'm talking about you know they it's just not even in their their realm so i'm just wasting their time you know it's like they need to find their own way you know yeah, well, it's like people that either haven't been estranged from their kids or 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 other family members, or have a death in the family. They don't understand, you know. I mean, everybody deals with death at some point, but to the death of a child, you know, unless you've been through that, I, I don't see. I mean, you could be there for the person, you know, if they need to chat, vent, whatever. But beyond that, I don't know what. It, you just don't understand if if you haven't been through it. So yeah, so, from my perspective, sure. I don't even think like I understand how it affected me. Right, and I could have, I could have a glimpse of how it would affect someone else, but again, they're coming from a different place, so I don't know. You know, yeah. 
I can't say that I understand. I mean, I've, I've talked to quite a few people who've lost children. It comes up quite a bit. I'm sure uh, there's a lot of them when you think, I mean, when you think of every young person that dies and lots of them die, you know, yeah, parents out there that have lost their kids and, you know, and the, you know, and the estrangement that there's people all over that don't, you know, that are not in contact with their kids. Yeah. And you never, I never really considered that even an option. I always, you know, we had this tight little family and I just figured that would just continue on into yeah. grandkids and everything would be cool and um, just didn't work out that way. Yeah. Agreed. I mean, I had no, no idea that this would happen this way. I, I knew we would have, you know, fussing at fussing things at each other sure. and, you know, major disagreements maybe even, but I just never thought it would be like, okay, I'm done with you. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. It's a little disheartening to, to, uh, that just isn't in my, um, I think everyone has a different level of empathy maybe. Right. That, you know, maybe some of my kids aren't able to put themselves in my shoes. You know what I mean? They just, just doesn't, they're just not there, you know, and, and it's weird cause I have five, right. Right. And every, every one of them was born with a, with a certain personality. I mean, it, it morphed through, <laughs> through things, but they were all who they were when they were born. I mean, the, the quiet one was always quiet. The active one was always active. The, right. The laid back one was always laid back. You know, it, it, they started out that way and they're still that way. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of, you know, personality built in, I think. Wow. And it yeah, definitely, you, you know, nurture it was nature. So there's, you know, right. How would, how do you deal with it? Or maybe initially how you were dealing with it when people would say, how's so-and-so your estranged daughter um, without like spewing everything? <laughs> um, I didn't really talk about it a whole lot outside the family. Okay. Um, talked about it with the other kids some, which was maybe a mistake. I probably shouldn't have talked to them. Um, but they were experiencing it too. Some of my younger kids were right. also estranged from the older. You know. Yeah. My, you know, with my, with my son, when it happened, my youngest, she happened to be in the car with us when we were, we were, it was a messaging back and forth thing. And the more we tried to say something, the worse it got understood. And she sure. was there with us. And so she kind of witnessed it from the beginning. And then, then they were annoyed that we wanted to, you know, or that she was around when we wanted to have a conversation. And I'm like, well, she was there when this all started. I, she's, and she was uh, 16 at the time almost. So it's not like a baby where I could like yeah. hide it from her. But then they got really upset that she knew and whatever. And I'm like, sure. So, I mean, I get it, but you know, uh, we've never, we never, really kept things from them of importance like that. You know, we didn't want them to worry about the day-to-day -day stuff, the bills and, you know, all that stuff. Um, but, you know, as far as important things, we never kept that kind of stuff from them. So sure. uh, I'm not sure why it would have been a big surprise. So, but yeah, I hear you. Well, I don't, I don't know if Michelle, like I recently became estranged 
from my living son, the one son that's alive, you know? Oh, okay. Uh, and that's just been recent, like in a month, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. A month ago or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there were some behaviors that were going on. Um, and we basically had a, you know, it was a, a highly emotional day. We were, um, we were having a, uh, a custody thing with my granddaughter who of my son who's deceased right you know, coming out of court it was just like a perfect storm you know i think she did mention you mentioned that briefly and, that there was something yeah. going on with him yeah we we drove from downtown phoenix out to the suburbs where we live and in the process we were having a conversation i was already highly emotional from the from the outcome of that Right. Um, and I just lost my cool on him. And I don't usually do that. I'm like super, like, I don't lose my cool. I'm very conscious of it. I used to a lot. And right. I, you know, I pay attention to it. And I pretty much lost it. And, um, you know, he stormed off. And that was the end of that. And I sent him a, a text the next day, blocked me, you know, and I sent him a text and said, hey, I shouldn't have treated you that way. I apologize, yeah. you know, but that's the last I've heard from him. So mm. I'm blocked. You know, and I know that he, you know, I think there's spouses involved that are, I mean, he actually said, he actually said that his, his girlfriend would be pleased if we were out of the picture. I mean, that was mm-hmm. part of the thing that, and, and he has a couple of kids or a couple of grandkids with him. He has a little baby that's, you know. Right. Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable, with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah Soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So I'd like to thank Paul for coming on the show today. I appreciate that. Please stay tuned for part two. That'll be coming up real soon. Um, Also, if any of you would like to be on the show, please feel free to reach out to me at beyondthepainpodcast at gmail.com. I'll be having some more guests here soon as well. I also want to just remind you guys to like, comment, Send me messages, rate the podcast, it all helps. So I appreciate it, and I will talk to you next time. So please try to remember to live beyond the pain.